As we started rolling him, the smell of flesh rot, B.O., rotten food, all, oh, it was, bleh. This story is not to shame anyone or anything like that sort of shit, alright? This is just the nature of the beast when it comes to EMS. Nowadays, people are getting bigger and bigger, and if you're going to respond to calls, there's a good chance you're going to respond to somebody who's well over 600 pounds, such as the men in this story. So buckle up, hope you enjoy it, and here we go. It was late in the evening, and I was working at the fire station when dispatch assigned us to a patient assist. The ambulance crew had responded to a patient that was complaining of chest pains and shortness of breath. When we arrived on scene, there was one ambulance, one fire engine, a battalion chief, and several other regular, pickup out, regular pickups outfitted with fire department logos and lights. We were directed by the battalion chief to head into the shotgun style house. Shotgun style houses are old, old houses that they built after World War II. As we walked into the house, there was a very large man lying on his stomach on a king-sized mattress. He was basically almost as wide as the mattress. He was a big dude, even height-wise, you could tell. He had within arm's reach donuts, orange juice, fried chicken, soda, and a large bottle of mayonnaise for whatever reason. There were probably eight to ten firefighter EMTs in there discussing how to move the man into the ambulance. The decision was made to use two 3x5 tarps the same type of tarps that you would use to carry dolphins in and out of the water. So myself and a paramedic had to carefully climb, look, had to climb over the man to get to the other side. Then everyone rolled him onto his right side so the firefighters could tuck the tarp underneath the patient. As we started rolling him, the smell of flesh rot, B.O., rotten food, all, oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. We did not say anything. We gagged. Well, I think one guy was dry heaving, but we, we kept it together, you know, obviously for the sake of the patient, we wanted to keep, stay professional. Then we rolled him on to the other side, pulled the tarps out, so now the man is in the tarps. Once the tarps were in place, we grabbed the handles, there was handles on the tarps, and started sliding him to the door. We also had a backboard on the ground that we were sliding, like we had him on top of the backboard, sliding him at the same time front door is five feet away got him to the door and the other side on the outside of the door there were you know six to eight firefighters waiting to you know we were hand we handed off the man to them we passed him through the door and then we had to go another 10 feet to the ambulance the ambulance crew had taken two backboards and had taped them side by side so we could slide the man up into the ambulance that took a few extra minutes once we got him in there it took it took a few minutes to get him up into the ambulance because it just the friction of the of all that stuff and yeah it was it was difficult we got him into the ambulance and there was you know you could tell the ambulance kind of dropped down just a little bit we got him in there got him situated now of course he wasn't on the cot had to take the cot out and put him in there and, and then um you know get him on his way we got him settled in, and then we then we left. Now with this guy, this was the third time 
that anyone had responded to him. It is my understanding that the first time they responded to him, he was actually in a, in a back bedroom and they had to knock out, they had to cut out the wall to get him out of the back bedroom. And then the second time was he was in the living room in the front and the mattress, the same as this one. So with patients like this, take caution, take care, have respect. You know, it is what it is, but hope, hope there was a teaching moment in here, but I hope you enjoyed the story.